Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. The topic today is information security compliance, and we're speaking with Dick Langford, Vice President at BB&T. Dick, thanks so much for joining me today. It's my pleasure, Tom. For listeners that might not be familiar with BB&T, why don't you tell us a little bit about the institution and then about yourself and your, your role and your, your day-to-day responsibilities? Certainly. BB&T stands for Branch Bank and Trust Company. We're a regional uh, bank holding company on the eastern coast. We have uh, approximately 1,500 bank operation branches uh, located from D.C. down to Florida. Um, we're about a $140 billion organization with about 28,000 employees. And my role with the company is to assist the chief information security officer in ensuring that the organization is uh, aware of and compliant with legislative and regulatory requirements around information protection. And I'm able to achieve this with two basic tools. Uh, I, I manage the awareness and education program, which communicates out to the organization uh, their responsibilities in this regard. And then I also have a network of information security compliance managers that are located in each one of our lines of business, subsidiary or affiliate companies that have a dotted line relationship back to me. And those folks help us to ensure consistent implementation of our program across the enterprise. And then lastly, I manage and direct a group that's called the Client Information Compromise Response Team, which is a virtual team of corporate representatives that respond to any event uh, that involves the unauthorized disclosure of client non-public information. Uh, This is the team that directs the client notification aspects that are required by law. Now, that, that one really fascinates me there, client notification. It, it's something certainly everybody's talking about now in the wake of the Heartland payment systems breach. What happens at BB&T in the event of an incident such as the Heartland breach? Well, in the, the Heartland, of course, was a, a breach at an external company, which uh, impacts a lot of different banks that issue cards to clients and consumers. Uh, we work with the card companies to identify the clients that may be at risk due to an external breach like the Heartland. And then we may institute uh, closer monitoring of those card accounts, or we may even cancel and reissue cards depending on the circumstances surrounding the event. Uh, if the unauthorized disclosure is an internal event, then we work directly with our own internal teams uh, to identify you know, the, the cause identify clients that might be impacted, and then ensure that we respond in compliance with uh, legal and regulatory requirements. So unfortunately, Dick, these aren't just plans. These are things that institutions such as yours have had to implement. What types of lessons have you learned from response to incidents? Well, I'd say the most fundamental lesson is that you can never overestimate the value of a client's information, especially from the perspective of the client. You know, clients are more sensitized to the risk of identity theft than ever before. The national news stories that raise this awareness uh, continue to escalate, I think, concerns and fears amongst clients in that regard. So um, you just you have to respect their right that you would protect their information. Uh, another lesson is that you just can't communicate quickly enough about an event uh, to the client. 
because, you know, it can take up to a week or longer to fully analyze an event to identify the individuals who should be contacted, uh, et cetera. No matter how quickly you notify clients of an event that has involved their information, there's always some that still want to know why you didn't notify them sooner. So it's really imperative that you have clearly defined processes, you have team members with uh, authority who can accelerate that client notification process. Now, customer awareness, as you know, is a huge priority with banking regulators these days. And it sounds like you're ahead of the game in a lot of ways. In your estimation, Dick, what are you doing well in terms of customer awareness, and where would you like to improve? Well, over the years, we've uh, made our clients more and more aware of what we're doing to try and protect their information, and then more importantly, perhaps, is what they can do to protect themselves. Uh, our primary method of communicating to our clients about this is through our website, uh, bbt.com, where we have privacy and security pages and information directed towards that audience. Um, that's, of course, impacting those people that are online, primarily your online banking clients. You have a, another constituency that perhaps isn't as uh, online active, and so we have to look at more traditional methods of getting the word out to them, everything from a statement stuffer uh, to uh, brochures in our branches, etc. So I think the more that you can communicate to your clients uh, in that regard, the better off that you're going to be. And of course, we have a very strong internal communication and education effort to make sure that our employees can answer client concerns and questions about it as well. Well, that's good because your employees, as you know, become ambassadors to the clients and, and you know, they're interfacing with them consistently throughout the day. Absolutely. Now, do you find yourself also going into some of the newer technologies, you know, mobile devices and such, to reach even some of those younger customers that are even more tech-savvy than the ones that have been online consistently? Well, I, I think you do have to look at your client base and, and make your message available appropriately to the demographics of that particular groupings, but we also have to be very cautious in reaching out to clients in that the method that you use cannot confuse the client, uh, especially when you have phishing. You know, for instance, we do not directly contact our clients with email messages about the protection of their information simply because there is so much phishing against bank brands going on constantly. So you just have to be very cautious to make sure that the way you approach your client cannot uh, be confused for phishing or, or, or other fraudulent activity that might be directed towards them. Well, you make a good point there that this phishing certainly hasn't gone away and has gotten stronger. Dick, sort of stepping back and the, the bigger picture of your role in terms of information security compliance, what are the biggest regulatory compliance concerns right now for you at BB&T? Well, I think the, the number one concern that I would relate today would be the number of state laws that are continuing to come forth on a regular basis. Um, you know, the, the count is hard to keep up with, but it's somewhere over 40 different states at this point, I believe, that have information protection laws on the books. And many of them have unique requirements. So keeping track of where your client base is and then what the individual requirements for those states are can be a very daunting task. You know, it's becoming much uh, more difficult and costly to maintain compliance with all of these state laws that are, that are popping up. 
Well, it keeps you busy, I'm sure, Dick, but it sounds like in a lot of ways BB&T is ahead of the curve in terms of customer awareness, certainly in client notifications. So I appreciate you taking some time to share your insights and experiences with us. I'm glad to do so. I've, I've been here working with BB&T for about 10 years to develop the program. And while uh, we do believe that we are ahead of the curve in many aspects of the program, there's a lot of work yet to be done. And uh, the client, of course, is, is always our ultimate concern. Well, better to start from a position of strength than not, Dick. So thank you so much. Tom, it's been a pleasure. We've been talking with Dick Langford with BB&T. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.